Hi, and welcome into our podcast, The Quacks, a podcast about longevity. This is the place where you can learn how to get healthy and stay healthy naturally. We're glad you joined us today. Let's get started. Welcome into the podcast, everybody. Great to be with you today. I'm here with Dr. Adrian Velasquez. Welcome, Dr. Velasquez. Good morning. Glad to be here this morning with you, Dr. Allen. I guess in podcast world, mornings and afternoons don't <laughs> matter, but it is morning when we're recording this. We're talking about something that affects every person in the world today at an increasingly uh, growing rate, and that is posture. And the stat that just made me freeze is this, friends. When you're staring down at a mobile device, this blows my mind, it places 60 pounds of stress on your neck and into your spine, resulting in poor posture. And man, Dr. Adrian, when I saw that, I immediately thought of my kids on the couch looking down at an iPad or a phone, and they are, they're just hunched over, they're hunched forward, and oh my gosh, that has huge neurological, developmental, spinal, all kinds of, of things are related, all kinds of problems are tied to that. That's what we're gonna talk about today, Dr. Adrian. It is. Posture is important. I guess we can really call it eye posture now, <laughs> if you really think about it. Uh, posture is a window into our spine, and there is. There's so much research out there that actually indicates that posture is getting worse uh, in the area that we live in because of iMacs and uh, iPhones and tablets. Kids are constantly looking down, and that's what they're being entertained by. Um, and it's just an unfortunate thing and we check those kids on a regular basis and that's a lot of problems that we see with the kids that are coming into the office now. The analogy I've always used is a bowling ball and you know if you hold that bowling ball like uh, with one hand but you bring it up over your shoulder where you've got your whole arm under it, it's a lot easier to carry that than if you extend that bowling ball out in front of you and the average human head weighs about 10 pounds and that's what's happening when you go into that turtleneck, that forward head posture, which happens to begin with, particularly folks who have jobs where you're sitting, where you're looking at computers, uh, let alone if you've had auto accidents, injuries, whiplash, you know, anything where there's an acceleration, deceleration. Of course, a lot of football players, soccer players, you know, there's a lot of people that have this forward head posture. And of course, the, the, if we carry that all the way out, the extreme is the difference between folks who reach 100 years of age who are centurions, who are really healthy and vibrant, versus the folks that end up in nursing homes. And if you look at centurions, Dr. Adrian, they have three things in common. Do you know what they are? Uh, I know that they're healthier. They have longevity. They're able to think clear. They have better energy. So there's probably more than three that I just listed there. But I would almost call that the symptom of their lifestyle. When they look at centurions, the three things they have in common are they're tall. They're still very upright in their posture. Uh, they've maintained great flexibility at age 100. And they don't take a lot of medications long term. And what's interesting, when you go to the nursing home, it's the exact opposite. Those people are hunched over, their heads down below their shoulders with forward head posture. They are rigid. You know, they're, you think of people on walkers shuffling their feet, having trouble walking. So they've lost healthy range of motion, which feeds your brain and your neurology. And a lot of those folks have been on, you know, 5, 10, 15 medications for decades. 
And so I want you to understand, friends, that posture is an important part of this. Nobody, it's so weird to me when we go into these nursing homes and sometimes care for these folks. You know, there's people there, understand, friends, with cancer, with Alzheimer's disease, with dementia, with stroke problems, with, you name it, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, all kinds of different health issues. The one thing you can look at every single person up and down those hallways of the nursing home has in common is they're hunched over. And nobody's talking about the correlation that it's that posture that put them into that nursing home. It is that stress from posture and things like gravity that are constantly uh, things that we have to battle every single day. And posture doesn't include just standing tall, sitting upright. It comes to posture when we sleep, posture when we're at home, posture when we're at work. There's so many things that we do now, these micro traumas that can easily cause changes in our posture. That is, it's detrimental to our health, not just our spinal health, but our overall health as well. And unfortunately, we see that in, in the elderly. And unfortunately, we're starting to see it even sooner in children uh, in earlier ages. Yeah, it's crazy, Dr. Adrian. I don't think, you know, 15 years ago when I started practice, you had kids with such bad forward head posture. Right. Then there was a big movement about backpack safety because you see when a kid, when your child, friends, puts a backpack on and wears it really low down around their butt to counter lever that weight, their head goes into that forward head posture. Well, that's not healthy. And there was a period where actually it got popular for kids to use roller, mm -hmm. like suitcases, back, backpacks with rollers on them, but that didn't seem to last very long. And now everybody's on phones so much that we've seen this drastic change in posture. And it, it absolutely wears out the spine. In fact, when we take x-rays of spines, there should be a very healthy 60 degree arc in the neck. And when that, that, curve, that arc of life is in the neck, the head is carried where it's supposed to, but as people have turtleneck and forward head posture, as you said, Dr. Adrian, the ligaments, the musculature, the disc fluid is changed, and that posture begins to change, and the head is pulled forward, and the reason that that correlates with people dying sooner and ending up in nursing homes and losing quality of life is the brainstem and spinal cord mechanically get stretched out. We call it adverse mechanical cord tension. Every inch that the head goes forward in front of the shoulders is translating an extra 10 pounds of stress back into the spine. That's why we say when your kid's looking down at a phone, there's upwards of 60 pounds of stress going into that spine. Well, long-term that ends up stretching the spinal cord out, pulling the brain stem. It's almost like, imagine if you take a garden hose and you, you kind of stretch it out, you decrease the diameter of the thickness so the water doesn't flow through the hose. The same thing happens to the neurons and that feedback going up into the brain when posture changes. Absolutely, and that's one of the things that we're there to address and, and correct those postural changes that uh, have been through those stresses in life, like gravity and all these other different things that can contribute to changing their posture. And it is important to maintain a healthy spine and posture, especially at an early age, because like Dr. Allen is mentioning, when we're born, we're born with one curve, and it's the C-shaped curve in a baby. And, and during the first 12 to 18 months is when those other curves in through the spine begin to develop. So it's so important for uh, a child to get, get checked early because pregnancy and birth are beautiful processes in life, but it's also very stressful to mom and to the baby. So what better way to begin implementing a healthy spine and posture at an early age so that way we can help to 
get those curvatures in through the neck, in the back and lower back, like they uh, need to be. So that way the body can function like it needs to. So let's get into some practical application, friends. We always want to leave you with stuff you can change right now to improve your posture. And I think it goes without say, we're chiropractors. Having regular chiropractic care throughout your life, just like you have regular dental care, helps maintain a healthy posture. Every time you get adjusted, we're helping move the spine, stimulate the neurology in the spine. We've done podcasts on that. Please check them out. But getting regular adjustments helps counteract the world that we live in with posture. Uh, there's some practical things that you can do, friends. One of the simplest, Dr. Adrian, that we always advise folks on is when you sit in your car, sit really tall, pull your head back so it touches the headrest, mm -hmm. and when your head's back and you're in your tallest position, set your rear view mirror. And the reason that's helpful, friends, I think you can pick up right away, as you're driving and you're stressed and you're slinking down in your seat and your head's going forward, when you can no longer see out of your rearview mirror, it's a great little visual signal to help you sit up straight and tall to just help to rewire your brain and bring you back into posture. And side note, Dr. Adrian, your mood changes when your posture changes. As a matter of fact, I used to see, I read this in an old Tony Robbins book years ago. He talked about when kids are crying, if you can get them to look up for like 20 seconds, almost every time they'll stop crying. And so I've used that trick with my kids and sure as heck, when they look up, they stop crying. And he said, you know, you look at adults who have good posture, whose heads are upright. They tend to be happier, more creative. They're using that front cortex of their brain. What does an adult who's sick or stressed out look like, friends? They get hunched over. And so just changing your physical posture can change your brain and the part of the brain that you're firing. So posture is hugely important. In fact, there was another study done recently where they record these these uh, students walking into a class and they'd record them down the hallway in their posture they'd then go into the classroom they'd sit down and they'd read a page or two uh it was a sh short story but it had all these old words in it you know slow degenerative hunched over just words you know they're kind yeah. of subconsciously putting that information in the brain it was fascinating when those kids walked out of the classroom their posture would change when they read the, the books with old words, words we associate with being old or slow, than when they read books associating with youth and youth, then they'd walk out tall and upright. So I mean, just yeah. please don't, don't minimize, friends, how much your posture and your brain go back and forth and interplay with each other. What are some other practical things, Dr. Adrian? Well, some other practical things, you know, you talk about when you're driving. Well, also, when you're at work, a lot of us have desk jobs where we're sitting down for long periods of time. It can be easily, you know, seven, eight hours a day that we're sitting at a computer. Uh, we're looking down doing paperwork or desk work. And the simple thing that I can tell you is just put your butt back all the way in the seat. Make sure that everything is at 90 degrees. Your, your, your back should be nice and tall up against the, the backrest. Your butt should go all the way back. Your legs should actually touch the ground. Uh, you should have little alligator arms. You want those to be bent at 90 degrees. You want to have support for your elbows and wrists, of course. And one thing that I would encourage is people begin to raise their computer monitors up higher than, than eye level. Because as the day goes on and stresses take place, you can easily find yourself stooping over and hunching over. So you want to raise that computer monitor above eye level so that way you have your head in extension and you're avoiding that anterior head carriage uh, throughout the day. Yeah, definitely. I find my nose buried in that computer screen, leaning forward, and when you raise it up above your eye level, it automatically helps 
extend you upwards. And of course, what's interesting there, Dr. Adrian, I believe I read in the state of New York, uh, they're now making it mandatory for new desks to actually be stand-up desks. And that's another great way to, to change your posture, friends, is to get a desk that you can adjust between sitting and standing. Uh, raising that desk up instantly engages all of the postural muscles called the extensor muscles on the back half of your body from your waist up. And interestingly enough, from your waist down, your extensor muscles are on the front of your body, on the front of your legs, like your quadriceps. But those muscles don't get engaged. Mm -hmm. The reason we're seeing such bad posture, friends, from sitting from Tech's neck uh, that creates forward head posture is folks are not engaging the extensor muscles the way they used to. And standing up, walking, engages those muscles and gets your brain in on keeping your posture upright. And a really simple, easy way to do that is uh, by standing up as much as you can during the day. A lot of studies have been out in the last 10 years corresponding with the kyphotic curve and your life expectancy. The kyphotic curve is the curve in your mid-back. You see people get real hunched over. And another set of studies is done on people who sit more than four hours a day. And in both of those groups, they're finding people with a really hunched over mid-back have a shorter lifespan by upwards of 10 years. Mm -hmm. And people who have to sit more than four hours a day, they're seeing as high as 12 years shorter life expectancy. So friends, that's major. When you hear people say posture is the new smoking, that's not an exaggeration. I mean, 12 years off your life just because you have a desk job, but it's back to because you're not moving. So now the brain's not getting the stimulus it's supposed to. And of course, that's why we see lives change when we adjust people because there's so much input to the brain but when you have good posture, you're doing a lot of that on your own. Mm -hmm. Another big category for posture has to do with sleep, Dr. Adrian. And we get that question all the time. What's the best posture to sleep and how should I sleep? I'll remind you, friends, that of the next 30 days, I heard this from a mattress salesman once, but it's true. In 30 days, you'll spend 10 days where? In your bed, on your mattress. It's where you spend more of your time than anywhere else for most people. Eight of your 24 hours a day on average are spent in bed. So that can play a major role on your posture and has a lot to do with how you sleep. It does. It plays a, a major role. And that's where a lot of times people will wonder why their spine has gotten in the condition that it's in. And it's because of bad habits like sleeping postures, poor sleeping postures, if you will. And sleeping on your stomach is the worst position to sleep on because it puts so much stress and strain not only on your spine but also on your nerve system on those fine little uh, rotatory and multifidi muscles in through the spine that stabilizes and support that. It just contributes to aches and pains. A lot of people wake up with discomforts. So the best thing that I can recommend to people is to try to sleep on your back. It's gonna be tough to be able to break a bad habit, but that's gonna be the best position to sleep in because it's allowing for your spine to be in a neutral position. We don't have you on your side or on your stomach where you're twisting your neck or hiking your hip up and, and rolling that pelvis contributing to a lot of lower back pain. That's the biggest thing that I can suggest is staying on your back and, and finding and investing in a good quality uh, mattress because that is an investment to your health to help stabilize uh, a good healthy spine. Yeah, definitely. Back is the best, side is next best, but your mattress has to be good because if your hips are sinking in, your head's sinking down, you're now bending that spine. My analogy, Dr. Adrian, is friends, imagine when you're sleeping on your stomach and your head's turned, it's like that cocked wrist mm -hmm. for eight hours. What would your wrist feel like in the morning? It wouldn't feel very good. Well, when you sleep with your head to the side, 
uh, it, it does the same thing into your neck and can help yeah. take that curve out of your neck that you're supposed to have in. I get a lot of pushback on that from people. Oh, I love to sleep on yeah. my stomach. I mean, how yeah. do you help people break that habit, Dr. Adrian? It just takes time and it's just encouraging them uh, and helping them become better understanders of how important it is to maintain a healthy spine. And that's why so many people have the numbness and tingling and they only get it at night. They have the lower back pain in the morning because of how they're sleeping. So it's just helping them understand how important it is and the things that they've done and they continue to do that they need to break those bad habits so that way they can really get the results that they're looking for and wake up feeling refreshed and having more energy rather than feeling achy and painful because of how they slept for eight hours throughout the day and then they go to work and what do they do? They sit all day. And maybe they'll go to the gym and exercise for about an hour and then they go back to work and sit and then they go home and what do they do again? We sit. And maybe we sit in positions that aren't ideal. We prop our head up in bed watching TV or the news. It's just not ideal, all these small little micro stresses and traumas that we're putting to our spine. And that's what we do is we just need to educate them so that way they can make those changes and break those bad habits. Which is why we're so thankful you're checking out the podcast, everyone. So to recap, uh, posture not healthy puts pressure on the brainstem and spinal cord. Well, I should say bad posture is not healthy. Things you can do, remember in your car seat, head back to the headrest, set the mirror in the correct place. In your work environment, get that computer up above eye level if you're sitting, or better yet, have a standing desk. Uh, sleep posture matters, your back is best, side is next best, but make sure your pillow and your mattress are supporting you so your spine is nice and straight while you're sleeping. Then there's the postural exercise side of it, Dr. Adrian. So, you know, if somebody is at home or in a gym, what kind of exercises would somebody do to help strengthen their posture so that they're standing up taller, so that as a person gets into their 70s, 80s, or 90s, they're still very tall and upright instead of getting that hunched over turtleneck posture? Yeah, so the exercises that you really want to focus on are the muscle groups, if you will, that you really like to focus on for really correcting postures, working on your back muscles, the extensor muscles that Dr. Allen talked about earlier. Those are so important. Because a lot of times we go to the gym and we work on everything on the front of our body, those mirror muscles. And it's so important that we work back muscles, things like back extensions, working your upper, middle, and lower trap muscles, your rhomboid muscles. Those are so important to hold your spine upright and also correct those misalignments that we're correcting there in the office. Uh, another thing that's very important is to have a strong core because your core is what supports and stabilizes your spine. So it's so important that you focus on core and core is something that can be done even at home while you're driving, while you're sitting, just sucking your belly button into your spine and holding that for seconds throughout the day and then releasing while you're standing cooking. It can be easily engaged by sucking in your belly button to engage that core and then release. So there's various ways that you can really exercise your core, not just having to go to the gym to do that. And it is going to be so beneficial because it's just going to help to have a correct posture, which is going to be much better on your spinal health and overall health. Most definitely, friends. So there it is, the posture show. Just please, I want you to cringe when you see people hunched over texting. I guess that's another obvious one. Try to get your kids to get their elbows rested on a table so that, you know, the phone's at up there at, at eye level when you're laying in your bed at night, make sure you're supporting yourself and you're not just hunched over for hours on end. And then the last thing that I will say is 
We often ask our practice members to do some postural exercises. Be careful with this, particularly if you have a history of, of cardiovascular issues, but hanging with your head off of the bed, with the edge of the bed right about your shoulders, or even sitting in a chair looking up at the ceiling. I don't want you to do this while you're turning your head side to side. It should be, you know, looking straight ahead, but then you lift your head up at the ceiling or lay it off the bed. Just laying like that for a couple minutes can help stretch out the ligaments that are contracted as our heads forward all day long and help open up the body. That's why we're such big fans of yoga and Pilates because a lot of those yoga poses and postures get you into extension, have you, you know, firing the muscles and the ligaments in the backside of your spine so that everything stays upright and tall. So um, exercises that focus on that are really hugely important. Uh, and then all the other things we touched on today, and of course, we're chiropractors, so I guess the easy shortcut is get adjusted, and, and we instantly see how quickly posture changes once we stimulate those nerve pathways with somebody. So, Dr. Adrian, I appreciate you coming on today. Glad to be here with you. Looking forward to our next podcast. Thanks, everyone. Have an amazing day. You've been listening to The Quacks. Have a, have a good one. Thank you for joining us today on The Quacks, the podcast about longevity. Be sure to tune into our next show. Have an amazing, healthy, blessed, abundant week.